giggling and start listening for the love of wellness. With over 50 years in women's wellness, hosts Sam Leeson and Laurel Crossley, along with a weekly special guest, will explore gaps and issues within the women's wellness industry. If you're passionate about topics affecting women's health, such as sleep, grief, body image, and much more, then please stay tuned. Sam and I have taken the past few weeks and we've been practicing prosperity. And on today's episode in Practicing Prosperity Part 2, that's a mouthful, we are featuring Heidi Martin, Certified Heal Your Life Coach and Trainer to help us fully understand or at least partially understand our involvement in becoming more prosperous in 2024. You won't want to miss hearing what Heidi has to say. Today's episode is brought to you by babyready.info. Well, Heidi, I'm so excited to have you back on the podcast today. It's me solo. Sam is one busy beaver and doing a whole bunch of things. Uh, So I'm taking the reins on this. So welcome again to the Boobs, Bods and Brains podcast. Heidi Martin, how are you? I am fabulous. Thank you so much for having me on again. I absolutely love talking to you. You're a dear friend of mine, and I love this subject on prosperity. Well, let's get down to it. So Sam and I, yeah, as you know, you listened to the podcast, the previous one, and we've been meaning to do the follow-up version to this. And so we sort of ran through all the variables on how to bring more more prosperity to our lives. And we giggled about some of them and I've been attempting to try them. And uh, we wanted to talk with a heal your life expert who I deem you as because you're certified as a heal your life coach. And first of all, can we just talk about what your definition of prosperity is? Oh, that's a great question. Okay, so prosperity to me is when you are in the flow with life. So you're allowing life to give you abundance. And I can go further into that. And I know we're talking about financial prosperity. So for instance, I'm going to bed at night feeling prosperous and I'm waking up in the morning without worry. And when worry comes up, there's many tools that we can do to get into those worries and into those fears and whatever it is we're dealing with and create more prosperity in our life. But basically that's what it is. You're in the flow and you feel prosperous and you feel safe and you feel protected by the universe. Does that make sense? Well, it does to me um, because I've been practicing the principles of prosperity. Try and say that three times fast, according Mm. to uh, the, the hay, uh, principles and, you know, the idea of feeling that you deserve something is the first I'll go through them quickly. And then we can sort of talk about each one. So deserving deservability. And I think Mm -hmm. that's kind of where you're, you were just started off the conversation of when, before you go to sleep at night, feeling that you deserve that first and foremost, and you're expecting it to happen. Right. And a lot of people think that's kind of poo poo, but we'll talk about that. Yeah. Making room for new. Right. Right. 
the one Sam was was laughing, we were both laughing at loving on your bills, loving them to mm, death. Right? Yeah, that's an amazing one. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. These ideas are for everyone. I'm just going to read the list. Rejoice in others. Good fortune. Oh, visualize the ocean of abundance. Open your arms. Rejoice in the small new beginnings and recognize prosperity and accept compliments. That's a whole big list. So may I share with what I've been doing in my own space? So we, we had this conversation and recorded it in around the late, the latter part of 2023. And so since then, I have been doing a massive purge of everything because the idea of cleaning out things that no longer serve you. And I found a whole slew of things so I'm still in the cleaning, clearing out phase. It's taken me a few weeks to go through. Um, the loving on your bills, I've been doing that. The feelings of deserving. But when I first started the loving on your bills, the day after I did that, a couple of unexpected opportunities popped into my head. And I madly texted Sam and said, guess what just happened? She goes, get out. And I said, see, loving on your bills. So let's start with that one, because I think everybody's dealing with their bills right now. How the heck do we change our mindset to loving on our bills? What, do you, what does that even mean? Okay, well, that's huge. And in order to do that, we have to do the work. And the work with prosperity is going into your money blocks. So for instance, I would go, when I'm working with a client, I would ask you, what did you learn about prosperity and about deservability from your parents? So it's not like we're trying to blame our parents, but we are learning from our parents. So if our parents are thinking that, you know, rich people are all cold and rude, money doesn't grow on trees, there's never enough, how are we supposed to form these good abundant thoughts, right? there's an expectation that there's that there's not enough for me. So what I like to do is go into your money blocks, go into your worth, your self worth, your deservability. So that, that way, you you know that there's enough out there, you know that there's enough money to pay your bills. And when I pay my bills, just like Louise Hay taught me, I was the heal your life teacher trainer for Canada. So this stuff is really embedded in me. I really do thank my bills. I say, thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, universe, for giving me enough money to pay this bill. I'm prosperous and therefore I can pay for it. Right. And it's, and it's an exchange. Money is an exchange. It feels good when you pay for a service. It doesn't feel good when you don't pay for a service. People deserve to be paid. Right. And I go into then like paying it forward. That's another tool. So giving creates this energy that it's going to come back to you. So really paying it forward. So there's so many things you can do. There's homeless people you can, you know, walk by, give a $20 bill, give a $5 bill. If you're very broke, give a dollar, give something, give a smile, give, give them, um, you know, a how are you, you know, there's all these things that you can do to pay it forward. You could put money in a parking meter when you're about to leave your money's up, throw some quarters in there. Um, you know, allow people to come in front of you when you're driving. All that stuff brings that energy that there's enough for everyone. Isn't that interesting? Because as, as I was commuting, as you know, I commuted for about a year recently. 
the the deservability is not on the highways. People are cutting each other off. They're driving as fast as they can, running up behind someone. And those are the people that energetically, which I never thought about, they're the ones that are selfish. And I want to say hoarding. They're hoarding their energy. And it's about them. It's not about anybody else on the, on the road. It'd be interesting to see what their financial situation was, you know. It's their fear, right? It's their anger. And we also have to go into releasing our anger and our fear. Because when we have been brought up with these really big um, beliefs, then we really have to work on our beliefs. So, so really, the number one thing is working on your beliefs. Right. So what would we flip our beliefs around our bills? What, what would be an example of that? What would we, what would we tell ourselves to flip it away from, you know, oh man, I've got to pay this stupid bill. What would we change it to? <laughs> well, that the universe is an, is an abundant place. Um, I have enough abundance to pay my bills with love. And thank okay. them and thank the universe and thank yourself for being responsible enough to take the action in paying the bills. So becoming self-aware to know, okay, where am I overspending? And then going into that and saying, you know what, I'm overspending today. I have to stop this. What can I cancel out in my life? What, you know, if I have all the platforms, Apple to, to watch the TV, the prime, where can I kind of let go of something, even if it's for like six months, if you're just not utilizing it, right? So becoming self-aware of where you're spending your money and uh, where you can be more responsible with yourself. And that ties in beautifully with the idea of clearing out stuff that no longer serves you, right? Right. And that's the physical aspect of it. Right. So it's not just about clearing out your like loving on your bills. You have to clear out stuff energetically that doesn't make sense to you anymore. You mentioned, you know, clearing out your 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 TV subscriptions. Um, I just spent some time clearing out my Facebook pages and websites and, mm -hmm. you know, upgrading my, I think that's the word, upgrading my portfolio so that it actually is streamlined. So I'm, my energy isn't distracted and all over the place. It's laser focused in on my economic status, if I can say that. So I'm working on this and I'm working on this. That's it. And that's my money flow. So I'm not spend, spend, spinning my wheels all over the place, you know, exactly. and I think a lot of, a lot of people do that as well. They're, you know, they have 83 businesses and they're trying to make money out of, you know, like five bucks here, 10 bucks here, you know, and it, it just doesn't allow that flow of abundance to happen. Laser focus in on one thing and do it really well. You know, I'm seeing a lot of that. Oh, that's such great advice. That's such great advice. Have focus and get rid of all the clutter in your life, energetically, spiritually. Yeah, all of it, right? You have to look at all the pillars in your life and look where you have all this clutter and really release and let go of it. Just let it go. Yeah. Yeah. I found articles that were written about me in uh, 1991. And I went, who's going to want this? <laughs> Right. And that's the spiritual, right? Because you have the spiritual business, but you have all these spiritual files and all these workshop files. 
we have to even go through our, our computer and get rid of like old ways of thinking or things that we're not using anymore, right? We just have to, we have to keep getting rid of the clutter. And it feels good. It's exhausting though, but it feels good. Yeah, it creates more room for newness to come in. You'll notice that you go to Value Village or Salvation Army, you donate a bunch of bags, a bunch of boxes. The next day, you're winning concert tickets. You've won a camera. You've won a bike. Um, you know, your husband will call you and say, I have Leafs tickets tonight or whatever it is. And I do notice that that does happen. Because once you let something go, something new comes in because there's room for it. Well, I just had a meeting with a person I met at a networking event and we were having a conversation about how I'm streamlined at everything. And my husband called and said, oh, I think you got a check in the mail. And sure enough, I got a check in the mail. I'm like, oh, that's great. That's awesome. And you're expecting it, right? Well, this was unexpected, but it was it was great because I know now I'm laser focused on what I'm doing okay. and how people can support me in my life because I'm la laser focused. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about this idea because you and I are big manifestors and big visualizers. So visualization, like many people say, oh, well, I don't have, I can't, what are you talking about? What's the, with the visualization? So can we talk about that for a minute? Because that's a lot of people don't understand if I can visual, if I visualize something, how can I make it happen? That's baloney. Like I hear that a lot. That's just baloney. <laughs> Okay. Okay. That's a good question. That comes back to the blocks that they've learned as um, when they were little, because if they haven't seen any sweetness in life, if they were um, not having meals at, um, you know, every day, they're not going to believe that. So we have to go in and really work on what they learned as a child. So it's easier for some and it's harder for others. So once you go into your beliefs and you can start having faith and trust in the universe that the universe is going to support and help you, people come in and things start to change. But there's many things that you need to do. That doesn't happen overnight just by saying some affirmations or you know meditating every day. There's a lot of action steps that you have to do in order to create that belief and then start your visualization. So visualization is one of the last things probably I would have you do because we have to get into the beliefs first because sometimes I can say, yeah, visualize this. And they're like, no, that sounds so fake. I don't even feel deserving of that. Um, you know, that is not going to happen. So we have to start with the basics. Isn't it astounding how our uh, formative years create the systems that set us up for whether we're successful or not in life right it it's coming up more and more the things that we were introduced to as young children as oh. observers and you know energetically it affects us spiritually it affects us physically it affects us you know our emotions it affects our emotions for sure it's so interesting to me because my background is in child studies and child development. Right. And there was a theory at one point that it didn't really matter what happened in those, you know, zero to three years of age, because you're, you're, you're not really aware. And now we're learning that's a big bunch of hooey. <laughs> exactly. There's a whole branch of, right. So the stresses that our parents felt 
when we were growing up, whether they talked about it or not, influenced who we show up as, as adults. So you do a lot of inner child work. And it sounds like before you can get to this concept of prosperity, there's a lot of work we have to untangle and identify from our formative years. Would you agree you with it. that? <laughs> oh, absolutely. You said that perfectly, my friend. Okay. So the fact that if we can't get rid of things out of our space because it's too overwhelming emotionally, that would be a key indicator that, uh-oh, I got some stuff that happened to me in my childhood that I need to untangle. I'll call it untangling. Um if you can't visualize, then that would be another indicator. Aha, if I can't imagine that to be a reality for me, there's probably something that happened to me in childhood that affected that. Where where else can we, um, what are some other indicators do you think, Heidi, that you've seen with some of your clients that would be, oh, we have to go back. You know what I'm well, saying? Like, yeah, one thing is when people are so busy that they don't have enough personal awareness of what's going on in their life. So what they're accepting in their life, what they um, feel, um, you know, their worthiness is basically what I'm trying to say. So I would say personal self-awareness. Are they escaping? Are they constantly shopping, accumulating all these things in their house? Those, those are some key points, I would say. Or, or even just constantly being angry, right? Or, or judgment. There are so many things. If you're carrying shame, um, guilt, fear, um, if you're constantly sad, depressed, those, those are some key points where we can go in to start the shift to happen. Right. And I see, I grew up in a workaholic family. Okay. And my the thing that and I've been doing a lot of unpacking of this is that my dad worked and we never saw him mm, so okay. the concept of work and being successful meant you were never available for anything else right everything was about work and so the value of work was way up okay in our household and so to detangle, detach from that what is very difficult. I can, I can follow that same path. Mm -hmm. Now, I recognize that my dad was very successful, but he had to compromise. His thoughts were he had to compromise everything else to be laser focused, to be this uber successful person. And so what happened was we grew up with my mother doing everything. So she was a workaholic in the home. Mm. So there was never that balance of, you know, downtime. Okay. You can still be successful without downtime. And I think there's a lot of that going on. The more I do, the busier I am, the more successful I am. And I don't need downtime. I hear that a lot. I don't need any downtime. That's not for me. And I respect that some people are like that. I think there's some other things going on underneath the surface that are bubbling up. <laughs> what do I, you think? I know. No, I hear this story all the time. You feel 
Like when you have, when you've been brought up with those patterns, you feel like, oh my gosh, if I take a lunch out with my friends during a work day, I'm being lazy. Or if I answer that phone call, uh, I'm not strong enough. I'm not utilizing my time. Like it's only time for, on, for Sundays for me to, to have fun. And some people play hard and work hard, but the universe will give you a message if you're a workaholic and if you're working so much that it creates a sickness in your body, right? You get more colds, um, more stress comes into your body. You, your family resents you, right? Sometimes because they feel like the father's not at home enough. And then the father is feeling guilt because he's like, oh my gosh, I'm missing their piano recital. I'm missing their soccer game because I'm overworking. So there has to be a balance in life. Right, right. And it's funny, because, you know, we're talking about prosperity. And the idea is the harder you work, the more prosperous you are. Right. And that's the belief you were taught. That's the belief you were taught, right? So you feel like money comes if you're if you're really working hard, you're sweating, you might not you might not even be getting a lot of sleep, there's tears involved, you know, so there's nothing wrong with some people, they literally don't work half as hard as some people, but they're constantly attracting money. Money is constantly coming in, but they were brought up with the fact that money comes in easily and effortlessly. And there's always an abundance and there's always a flow of money coming in. And they saw their parents actually making money by sitting at home and having fun. And that, that can sound very strange to some people, but that also does happen. Yeah, right. I agree. Now, I don't want to tell you this, but you know, we're at the end. Already? Oh my goodness. Okay. I'm t- I'm telling you the 20 the 22 minutes goes by very 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 fast. So, have you got a little tidbit you can leave us with and then tell us how we can find you? Okay, well, I would say if you want to bring abundance into your life, if you want to bring prosperity into your life, I would start by watching what you are saying to yourself all day, becoming very self-aware by the affirmations you're putting out into the universe. So if you're constantly complaining and constantly criticizing yourself, I would say to absolutely stop all that and start to open up your arms, open up your heart chakra and trust that the universe is going to provide for you and things are going to get better. So that is that is one point I could keep going on and on about that. I would also like to add the gratitude aspect, be thankful for what you already have. And people can find me um, at Heidi Martin Wellness pretty much on all platforms. And my website is HeidiMartinWellness.com. Thank you so much for joining me here today, Heidi. Thanks for listening to the Boobs, Bods, and Brains podcast. If you would like to learn more about us or our past episodes, then check us out on Instagram. Click the link in our bio to visit our website to learn more about sponsorship opportunities. We are always excited to have you offer different show topic ideas. If you have a suggestion, reach out via Instagram or our website. And as always, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the Boobs, Bods, and Brains podcast and invite all of the women you know.